Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Messi takes Argentina through and Louis van Gaal dances his way to the quarters. Welcome along to the Football Ramble. It's Sunday the 4th of December. I'm Jules Breach. I'm Addy Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our first two quarter-finalists of the Qatar World Cup. Argentina and the Netherlands are through. The knockout <laughs> stages are underway. And once again, I feel like we're, we repeat ourselves over and over again, but the football on the pitch continues to deliver first two matches in the knockout stages. And they were bloody brilliant, Pete. <laughs> they certainly were and the best thing about knockout uh, you, you, I always get kind of blindsided by it I'm like oh the knockouts have started oh teams have just gone out and, and it's, it's, it's 10 o'clock and we've lost two teams oh god and I, and I really feel like I'm losing my mind a little bit you're in the tournament and it was you were having a lovely time and now you're just going home it's, it's astonishingly cruel and I hate football and I love football but I'm very much enjoying this is very much the tournament of, of, of players shouting at uh 
you know, celebrated legends of the game. There was <laughs> there were so many times in that Argentina Australia Australia match where people were just shouting at Messi, saying, "Yo, shit, I'm gonna fucking destroy you!" And then he he, he turns up with the goods eventually. But it is just basically people just picking on Lionel Messi, calling him a prick. It was Azzy Bebehich <laughs> uh, yesterday, and and him and him just like coming up with the goods because he's been uh, you know you've poked the tiger. So I, I I think that what people need to do is just respect Messi, ask for the selfies, and he doesn't usually play quite as well. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I think you don't want to poke at Messi or piss him off, do you, Andy? No. Because then he does exactly what he did to score the opening goal for Argentina. Let's start with that game. It finished Argentina 2, Australia 1. Australia were so close, Andy, and I was I was willing them on, even though <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I really wanted extra time at, at this time of night out here in Doha, where I was watching the game out in in the in um the square in Mushareb but um yeah at the same time I was like you know what it would be so good to see the Aussies push Argentina all the way it really mm. would and when you think of Aziz Bahish with that almost messy goal which uh Lisandro Martinez came and, and blocked off uh with the, with with the tackle which was which was what fantastic. a run that was it was it was it, it was amazing and at that point the Australia could get something from it. It just seemed absolutely bizarre given the, the, the <laughs> context of the game and everything that had happened beforehand. But you know Jonathan Wilson's old uh, catchphrase that goals are overrated? I feel that, as Pete was saying, with these two games, I kind of feel that competence is overrated. You know, it's nice to be able to <laughs> enjoy the games that are less than 100% aesthetically perfect. I feel that there are holes in all of these teams and that's fine. You know, it still makes for absolutely terrific entertainment. I mean, because it was Messi's 1,000th game last night, it felt, and you won't have been aware of this because you were enjoying it in Sunny Climbs, Jules, but um, on the BBC, there was very much, it was like an Oscars presentation, really, wasn't it? (laughs) You know, a long service to the industry. A bit like when Luka Modric won the Ballon d'Or back in, in, in 2018. Not an appreciation of where mm. he actually is at the moment, but we have to get everything mm. about his career out there. <laughs> we are being touched by the hand of God at the moment. Are we? Are we? Like, yeah. like at this precise moment? Rio Ferdinand was very uh, was very uh, big in his praise uh, for Messi, but he he had a fine match for a player who's got that ability and who still has yes. you know he's he's still got the fumes to to, to go on. Yeah, I, I thought that he had an all right game, but he has the ability <laughs> to create a, a special moment, which is what Messi in his, these most recent times the last couple mm. of years has kind of become a bit more known for rather than before when he used to completely control things. I wouldn't have said it was a godlike performance, which I think is how Rio described it because for the full 90 minutes, yeah, he did well, but it wasn't outstanding. I don't think he ran the show, uh, but his goal was special. It was it was one of those moments. It's that messy moment, isn't it? Where he gets the ball at the edge of the box and as soon as he lines up to shoot you just know it's going in like what is it about Mm. that Andy like you see it (laughs) you see him you see him line up for the shot and you're just like this is only going one way and by the way shout out to McAllister because he created that opportunity (laughs) just like to say I was speaking I was speaking to an Australian friend during the game and he said to me it's very confusing because every time he says, McAllister, I think Australia have got the ball. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and actually, every time uh, the commentator went, McAllister, the kids would go, 
December now. Can we watch Home Alone too? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, earlier on, Andy, you said that um, uh, Jonathan Wilson's catchphrase was uh, something, but it isn't. Uh, Jonathan Wilson's uh, catchphrase is uh, "Yippee ki motherfucker," <laughs> and two, <laughs> um, and two. Um, I have have this Argentina team got anything left after this? Like they put everything into the last ten minutes. They made the changes. Australia came back at the game, and they nearly took it to extra time. They nearly uh, were hoisted by the petard, so to speak. So, uh, have us have have Argentina got anything left? It was a very very emotionally draining and physically draining match. I, I worry for them in the next round, to be honest. It's, I guess Andy. One of the things is Di Maria. If he's back for the for the next game, right. that's, that's, that could change things. That's right, Jules. It's absolutely absolutely huge he's one of those players Di Maria that you really can't judge by age he's so incredibly mm. underrated amongst elite players and what he gives to them in a physical sense as much as anything else is is huge I mean it's, it's sort of been touched on more recently in some of the World Cup coverage but really if you look about it for the last probably seven years Messi has needed legs around him you know, and anyone mm. who watches him regularly knows that. And that, that was, I think, the thinking behind picking Papu Gomez, who, as I was saying on our WhatsApp group, watching a lot of Sevilla, I strongly believe to be cooked. I think he's, he's past his best now. And he, he looked out of Nick anyway. But that idea that um, to arm Messi, really, they need that 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 extra running that that's that's why Julian Alvarez is in the team and of of course mm. he he had a good game is he had a good game last game as well got himself a little goal before you start going on about Brighton taking over the World Cup and all the rest of it <laughs> <laughs> I know you're gonna go he doesn't belong to us anymore he doesn't belong to us anymore because <laughs> um, obviously Matt Matt Ryan had that 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 terrible moment there but yeah I think Di Maria is absolutely vital if 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 they can get him back involved as 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 well i do agree with pete i think that emotional side of it it reminds you a little bit of brazil in in 2014 you know they were giving so much every single game and by the time mm. they got to the semi-final there was there, there was simply no more left was there did you see pete when emmy martinez saved that late opportunity from kowal um and all of a couple of the argentina players basically got on top of him hugging him because they knew that that was <laughs> that was actually a game saving save from the goalkeeper yeah. and they piled mm. on top of him in a little bundle do you call it a bundle by the way because i feel like people call it different things and you call it a pylon i call it i think i think bundle i think pylon has a, a negative internet bullying connotation <laughs> these days. <laughs> yeah, but 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 when the when the save actually happened, one of the one of the defenders on the post, I, I couldn't see who it was from from my tiny little phone screen. Um, he sort of he sort of collapsed, so he was collapsing, and then he sort of like scrambled over to the goalkeeper and gave him a hug, saying thank you for all <laughs> yeah. of that because that was insane. And, and 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 you you sort of think with Australia, he could have possibly played a few more minutes in this tournament because he mm. he's only eighteen, but he's got he's full of energy. He's uh, he I like the way he runs uh, because he <laughs> he he put, he puts the foot the the, the ball out of his feet so if he's got a decision to make or a shot to make it's already sitting up for him nicely um, it will mean that defenders will find it easier to take the ball off him in my opinion but I, I really really like really, really like him and I'm you know, glad he's joining Newcastle in about three weeks <laughs> so. who, who, who don't you like the way they run Pete is Rudiger one of those you're not, you're not sure you like the way Rudiger runs I don't trust ostriches I don't like the way Rudiger runs I don't trust ostriches I think they're silly 
<laughs> well, look, there were a couple of special moments in, in the game for, for Australia. Mm. Obviously, we mentioned the qual one with, where they came so close to getting that late equaliser and forcing it into extra time. But also... Their goal, what did you make of it? It was a bizarre one, wasn't it? But it was, I mean, they got their goal and the crowd went absolutely crazy. Although there isn't a mm. huge amount of, of Aussie support over here in Doha, there was pockets of Aussie fans and you could see them on the telly. And oh, I, that feeling in the stadium for them must have been amazing. And the scenes back in Australia. So it would have been a 6 a.m. kickoff for the Aussie fans over there. And look, they're used to waking up at all sorts of weird hours of the day to watch football they're used mm. to it with the premier league coverage and um the last world cup i, I worked on the, the world cup over there for an australian channel and the kickoff times in russia and translating them to to sydney time was 2 a.m and 4 a.m kickoffs so wow. they are used to these odd kickoffs but a 6 a.m mm. kickoff against argentina in the knockout stage is only the second time they got through to the knockout stages of the world cup in their history I mean, they would have been boozed up at 6 a.m. I, I wouldn't expect anything less from the Aussies. <laughs> yeah, and you, you know what? I, I Stick think... a shot in that coffee. <laughs> I think when, when you listen to people in Australia and how they've been enjoying the momentum over the last couple of weeks, it's, it's, it's really fantastic because I was at that first game when they lost to France and they, they lost heavily. It could have been way more. It could have been a Spain-Costa Rica result. But I never had the impression at the time that the Aussies could have given any more. And uh, Craig Goodwin, who might be claiming this goal, but really shouldn't be because it was heading for the corner flag before it uh, hit uh, Enzo Fernandez. Uh, when he scored in that opening game against France, I, I overheard him while I, while I was speaking to one of the other players. I overheard him talking about his goal to an Australian broadcaster. And he was saying, I can't believe I've scored at the World Cup. Absolutely can't believe I've scored at the World Cup. And they, yeah. they were making the most so of, nice. of every yeah. moment of it because they gave everything in every single game. And that's what supporters really respond to. You know, I think people mm. have understood from the get-go that there is a limit for Australia, that this is not the best Australian team. I don't think Jackson Irvine really helped from that because it was a lovely nostalgic sense in a way when he turned mm. up to training camp wearing his Mark Viduka Celtic shirt. On the other hand, <laughs> it was a bit of an underlining of there have been much better Australian teams than than us in the past. But I think that sense that they gave everything at every moment. I know people will say that's the bare minimum at a World Cup, but they are a really good example, Australia, of performing above and beyond when they're quite limited. Which I, I think if yeah. you think of like, you know previous uh, shock teams, if you like, like I, don't, I don't know, Republic of Ireland in Italia 90 for our younger listeners, something like that. I, I think, I think that's, there's something quite beautiful about that. And I think they've had a couple of players that have really stood out in this tournament. Um, for me, it's been Harry Souter. I think he's been outstanding mm. and made a proper name for himself. You know, he's been, for me, in the in the group stages and yesterday. You know, that he's just been one of the standout players that I think people will remember him in this Australia team from, from this World Cup. Um, but a really special um, moment for, for Australia, even though they've gone out to reach that stage, it, it didn't stop Mark Schwarzer recovering miraculously from his illness. He'd lost his voice a couple of days before. I almost got roped in to try and help out with Optus Sports coverage, but he made a miraculous <laughs> recovery as soon as Australia were facing Argentina. I wonder why. <laughs> Good stuff, Schwartzy. Um, and by the way, did you see, um, so when you go through um, the uh, 
the security to get into these stadiums. It's all pretty intense, as Andy can testify. Mm. Um, and <laughs> they check everything, which is really good, by the way. But they tried, the security at the stadium yesterday tried to get an inflatable kangaroo through the security system. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got to think, like, it, you. Could, I mean, it's late, so there's nothing in there. You, what are you checking for? Illegal gas? What's? I mean, what is the issue there? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's what are you expecting? Like to see a heart and lungs and a skeleton? Oh. I don't know what the, the situation <laughs> is there, but uh, yeah. I like how you said to Andy as well, uh, I, I'm sure you can attest to, uh, because Andy does carry a revolver uh, with him wherever he goes. <laughs> he, uh, his old trusty, trusty six-shooter, he, uh, he, he's, he, he has a terrible time at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, it is going to be sad not to have the Aussies in the competition anymore because they've brought so much fun and mm. I think um, some really good team spirit. They had that belief, didn't they, that, that they could actually do something really special in the tournament. So we say farewell to the Aussies, but Argentina are through. And just on the subject of Argentinian football, we've got to check in with the Acardis. Let's have an update. <laughs> I feel like we need like music for this segment because yeah. we do it so often. Ba -ba 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 the Acardis. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Done. That's a new jingle. Um, mm. Maro Acardi is back with Wonder, guys. This is the news we've all wanted. Um, we've been following it every step of the way, and this is the most recent of the events. They announced that they'd split up after neighbours of their late Como home reported them covering their furniture in petrol and setting it alight. That wasn't too long ago. Wanda then went to Argentina and filmed a steamy music video with a rapper. Maro doesn't take that very well. He then abandons Galatasaray to try and win her back. It doesn't work. He sacks her as his agent after she tries to claim almost a million pounds in fees. And then last week, da 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 da, Maro posts a picture of them back together on his Instagram with the caption, it wasn't the woman of my life. It was my life turned into woman. <laughs> Disney stories also have second seasons. I love you. Yeah, this is very much the Disney <laughs> Disney Channel show, uh, Dog with a Blog, uh, that, that, that didn't make second season. Um, I I'm think it, it. I mean, it, it, look, if we, if anyone takes anything, our younger listeners who have friends who are going through rough times in their relationship, uh, maybe they've just broken up. Never slate the departed ex because they'll be back all right <laughs> never slay them be very diplomatic never tell them about your true feelings about you know the way they carried themselves or the way they combed their hair or what they smelt like never go into never do a suit, uh, um, two footed tackle uh, against Tunisia into the ex because they'll be back at some point they'll be uh, wandering all over the place Relationship advice from Pete Donaldson correct yeah that's that's, that's the thing I mean this is just so huge that when Icardi brought these photos out of them in the Maldives and you know Maldives hol holiday in in winter that's a power mm. move you know there's no getting around that <laughs> I, I think when this came out I, I was thinking why is everyone talking about the World Cup <laughs> I mean this is the thing really as well I just wonder what the implications will be going forward because as you said Jules um, he fired her as his agent <laughs> and there's a lot of like in all seriousness, there's there's a lot of sexistly motivated criticism of of Wanda when actually she's played a blinder as his agent. The money she got out of PSG that they definitely <laughs> didn't want to pay, even they didn't want to pay, that she managed right. to get out of them. She she did brilliantly. Um, then she got in this move to 
Galatasaray where he's having a super time and where PSG are paying 88% of his wages. That's how desperate they were to get rid of him. 88% of his wages. Um, he should pay her that, that, that million and a lot more and he should rehire her. Yeah, basically, she's an absolute yeah. boss. We love it. Um, right, let's talk about the other game from yesterday then in the knockouts. And the Netherlands are also through to the quarterfinals. So that is going to be the matchup that we can look forward to in a few days' time. It's going to be Netherlands against Argentina, but at the expense of the USA. I really enjoyed this game, actually. Netherlands 3, USA 1. Um, Denzel Dumfries... My God, the wingbacks in this match had an absolute field day. Two out of the three goals were scored and assisted by both of the wingbacks. That's amazing, isn't it? Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. And I, I think the way that lovely. The, this this is lovely, that isn't it? It's lovely. <laughs> lovely. I think the way that uh, the the way that this sort of match went. I just thought the US sort of started so brightly and so peppy, and they were um, and they were so quick. Uh, but then it just it just they, they they just reverted to type the 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 Dutch and just just played them off the park. Really, it was a really professional performance from uh, from from the Dutch. And uh, well done, Louis van Gaal. If only Pulisic's goal went in right at the start. I mean, that would have completely yeah. changed it. And it was such a good opportunity. But we have seen this with Pulisic in times before, haven't we? He's just not clinical in front of goal consistently enough. And I think that's been USA's biggest downfall because I've really enjoyed their football. They've played some lovely stuff, but mm. they don't have a goal scorer, Andy. No, that, that's fair to say. And I think it's also fair to say that Hadji Wright did not intend that finish later in the second <laughs> half at a point where it looked like USA were never going to break through. You know, we looked closer to a 3-0 Netherlands goal than we, we, we did a 2-1 in, in, in favour of the, the US. But the Pulisic one, I kind of wonder if he thought he was offside. Everyone thought he was offside because it was Daily Blint who was playing him on was way out of shot on the other side of the, the pitch. It felt like he tossed the opportunity off a little bit. Uh, sort of, well, I, I might as well try and put it in and, <laughs> and, and wait for the whistle. And then afterwards was maybe a bit, oh, wow, that would have counted. But globally... I wasn't I, expecting I, Andy to use the phrase tossed him off. To, 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 oh, no, you didn't say tossed him off. <laughs> <laughs> That is Andy's catchphrase, to be fair. Tossed it off. I'm sorry. That, that, that and goals are overrated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, Andy in the uh, WhatsApp chat did say last night um, it, uh, about Messi, it's been the same in France all season. He plays well against Ajaccio and uh, everyone has a massive wank about it. So that's what he said last Fair, fair. Fair. Uh, I think that's fair. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 th I think so. Um, but it, it doesn't feel like a, an... Uh, the, the Netherlands were well-deserved winners, but I, I don't think it feels like an outstanding Netherlands side. They're a lot better than this mm. two years ago. And who knows mm. if Ronald Koeman can recapture the magic from that time. Maybe they'll be a really great side all over again. But it just feels that it's not an outstanding set of players by any stretch of Not the even your boy Memphis. I thought he was really good yesterday. He, he was. Memphis and he, Depay, I he's, thought he was he's, brilliant. He's, he, he, he was really good. And he's not played since September, really, apart from a couple mm. of sub-appearances in, in this World Cup. But you're right, he looked, he looked head and shoulders. And everything revolves around him when the Netherlands are, are, are playing well. Whether that's a comment on the sort of players they have at the moment or whether that's a comment on 
the fact that he's he's come a long long way since Manchester United which I think he has uh, is, is a different question but Dumfries being the outstanding player I mean Inter will be absolutely rubbing their hands about this they were hoping to generate some cash by selling him in the summer and they couldn't find the appropriate offer he has got player who will have three good games at the World Cup and be sold for a fortune written all over him yeah and he's, yeah he's, he's, he's I completely good, agree he's, he's a good player but he's not absolute elite level but he, yeah he was he was very good in this and I, given that so many teams play with wing backs I think there will be a load of clubs looking at him and thinking yeah we'll have some of that yeah definitely all I kept thinking about when he scored and then when he assisted is imagine having both of those wing backs in your fantasy team the points <laughs> Pete that you would get <laughs> Right. So was... you're always thinking about the bottom line always. for Jules Breach, aren't <laughs> always. you? Winning. Unbelievable. Winning. Um, I'm not Brighton. playing um, World Cup fantasy, but that was my first thought when they when they scored and assisted <laughs> for each other for the for the, the first time. And then uh, and then yeah, and the second one as well. I just I thought, damn it. Um wish I was playing. I would have eaten up those points. But yeah, I agree with you, Andy. I think Dumfries um he has the ability to look really good in moments, mm. but then I think he's quite nonchalant with it. So then he sometimes just looks a little bit not bothered. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He likes he likes a wonder, doesn't he? What mm. a wonder, Ricardi! <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Don't tell uh, Marrow. Just it up again. <laughs> well, maybe you'll treat her to an even nicer holiday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that that would be pretty good, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, did you see the welcome that the Netherlands team got back to their team hotel after yes. the victory? It was lovely. There was a really nice um, welcome back at the hotel. Everyone had their camera phones out and Louis van Gaal danced his way through with his camera phone out filming everyone. Yeah. I just love him. I'm, I'm, I actually love him. I think he's found, I think he looks younger every yeah. match. Agreed. He's so Agreed. getting younger and younger. Face cream he seems more using. sprightly. Yeah, he looks amazing. And he's still, and he's still got a bit a colour in his hair and he's got like this kind of like the, the, the grey bits on the side I think he looks absolutely astonishingly good I mean it's always felt as if kissing his kissing his players yeah, exactly <laughs> it's, it's always felt as if Louis Van Gaal is funny but not deliberately funny so he's he's someone who's mm. amusing from a distance but actually very very serious but in this World Cup because it's his last one it feels like he's really enjoying it which is wonderful yeah. I, I think he, he seems yeah. to be really embracing it the only thing that disappointed me Jules is as you were saying when he got his phone out and started filming I suspected he would have one of those leather clip at the front phone wallets that people of that age <laughs> do have and he just he just had a normal phone case and yeah. it, it would have like a big it would have um, like the camera would be covered in dirt or, or, or something <laughs> or grease and you just have re like halos around all the lights you're like oh dad that's an awful picture that you've done terribly there <laughs> Oh, let's have um, one last word on, on the USA then, as um, this was their last performance in this World Cup. Uh, their coach, Greg Berhalter, said that they set out with a goal to show the rest of the world that we can play soccer. And I think we partially achieved that. I think they more than partially <laughs> achieved that. As I said before, I actually think that in games, they, they've played some really nice football. I mean, the fact that they got to this knockout game and hadn't conceded mm. a goal from open play until mm. they faced the Netherlands is pretty impressive. Like, I thought they were solid against England. That was, that was the game that I watched in full of the USA prior to last night. But 
I, from what I've seen of them, I think they've played some really nice stuff and it's only really been that ball in the final third, that final ball or that goal scorer that I think they've been missing because we know they've got some really young, talented players and ahead of them hosting the next World Cup along with Mexico and Canada... I think they will have gained some really good experience from this tournament, Andy. Yeah, I mean, they should have beaten England. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Second half especially, I thought they were excellent in in that game. And it comes back to what you were saying about that lack of a great centre forward. I I really think they should have taken uh, Jordan Sebacher or Jordan Pefok, as as, as they call him, who's um, out in Germany with Union Berlin. He's been a great nick in the first half of the season and he's a target to hit as well and pretty pretty quick. Um, So... Not taking him, I, maybe there's some other angle to it that I don't really know because I don't mm. know US soccer that Im- intimately, but I can't really understand on a footballing level why they didn't take him at all because he's he's been terrific this season and he's he's a cut above Sargent um, and he's, he's probably a bit better than Hadji Wright as, as well, even though Wright plays at a decent standard. So I guess the other thing for them is you think of uh, Ricardo Pepe, uh, the teenager who went to Augsburg last winter, He's got loads of potential. Has struggled in Europe thus far. If he can get anywhere near his potential, then he could be an absolute superstar going into the next World Cup. So, look, they've got three and a half years to work on it. I always want to say four, but of course, this World Cup's at a weird time, isn't it? Um, so, that, that, yeah. they, they, they have got time to make that leap in, in, in terms of development. But, you know, I, th- I think they've, they've set themselves a a standard here certainly in terms of um in terms of team play all right well we say farewell to australia and the usa netherlands against argentina the first quarter final and there are more knockout games to come later on england facing senegal and france against poland we'll look ahead to those next One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. 
Right, well, before we start previewing tonight's matches in the round of 16, France against Poland and England against Senegal, um, just to touch on some of the news that we were hearing last night, um, reports in Brazil that sadly Pelé had been admitted to hospital in Sao Paulo for end-of-life care after not responding to the chemotherapy that he'd been uh, receiving. Uh, he later released a statement saying that he is strong with a lot of hope, and the hospital said that he was still undergoing treatment after being diagnosed with a respiratory infection and he remains stable. There were so many messages of support from all corners of football, including from Harry Kane and Kylian Mbappe. Last night in the stadiums, we saw, you know, Pele banners and get well wishes from fans out here in Doha as well. And of course, we send all our best wishes to him and his family right now. All right, let's talk about tonight's games then. England against Senegal. Looking forward to this one. I'm going to be there later for the match. But let's start with France against Poland. Because Andy, there was some wicked rumours that Benzema was going to return to fitness in time to be involved for the latter stages of the competition. But he's in the Indian Ocean having a really nice long holiday. So that was bollocks, wasn't it? <laughs> Two islands down from the Akadis, I, I, I believe. <laughs> I think if, if you were Olivier Giroud, you would be looking at this going, what more do I have to do to, to yeah, keep my place in, 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 the, in the team? Obviously, for Giroud, it's, a, it's another chance for, for him to surpass uh, Thierry Henry's mm. record as, as, as well, which I'm, I'm sure he'd be looking forward to. And like I said at the start of the tournament, I do feel that Giroud lends a little bit more collectively to France. I mean, you know, they've had a, a, a sort of collective panic after the Tunisia game. At what happens if anyone got, gets injured because our reserves clearly aren't up to it and our coach, Didier Deschamps, doesn't really know how to, to, to fit them into a team because he was playing so many players out of position like Camavinga, Ginduzi, etc., etc. But I, I do feel that when you have Giroud, um, Griezmann, and Bappe all together, it just clicks. It really mm. clicks. And they have been, I think, probably the most convincing combination of this World Cup with a little side order of, of, of Usman Dembele. I mean, I know they went out to, um, in the last 16 to, to Switzerland last year in the, in, in the Euros. I find it quite hard to imagine that happening now. And especially as they've had that little kick up the arse from that game against Tunisia where the starters came on at, at, at the end. I feel they should have this under control. Yeah, I see it that way as well, Pete. I don't. I haven't been impressed with Poland at all in this World no. Cup. Um, they've really, um, they've been fairly disappointing in my opinion. Um, and I think France, as Andy said, have, to me probably looked the most convincing team. I see this as a France win. What do you reckon? Yeah, I mean their firepower is sickening at the it's best ridiculous. of times, as, as Andy said. It's just sort of like, oh, where, where does that did we meet them? It's going to be a problem, isn't it? It's Why have you gone all sultry? Why have you gone all sultry? Now you're talking about it's France. My, it's my, it's my thinking. It's my thinking voice. Oh, it's going to be. Uh, He's got a Gorwas on the go. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's what it is. You, you, know, you know what? What made me laugh actually is you know you have these wholesome moments during a, a, a World Cup where you think. Oh, look at these mm. boys. They haven't forgotten where they've come from. You had that wonderful photo with the France team of all their their, their first teams that they played for, their shirts on. So, you know, mm. their, their, their amateur teams and their, their youth teams, which I thought was quite beautiful. It's something that the Lionesses did last year, Jules, wasn't it? Um, mm. during, during the Euros to say, we've not forgotten 
where they're from. I mean, to see France do that was was lovely. What I thought was even more hilarious is the fact that Matteo Guendouzi was the only player in the squad who didn't turn up because he obviously <laughs> plays for Marseille now, uh, would have had to wear some sort of PSG Academy shirt. And he can't because they're deadly rivals. So he's just like, oh, we had a photo shoot at three. I didn't realise. Sorry. Uh, sorry, I slept in. <laughs> <laughs> well, despite how good we think France have been, England have actually overtaken them in the live FIFA rankings after the group stages. So we're obviously going to go on and win the whole bloody thing, Pete, aren't we? Come on, England. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, we are effed after this, aren't we? We are absolutely <laughs> effed. It's going to be a really interesting match. I, I, they've not um, played in competitive uh, competition, have they? Um, Senegal and, and England. But uh, uh, Jonathan Wilson, his uh, his uh, a great piece in, in The Guardian, uh, his uh, and also his, his catchphrase, of course, I'll be back. Uh, and uh, <laughs> dead, dead or alive, you're coming with me, creep. Um, <laughs> he basically started, he's just basically yeah. talking uh, beautifully about uh, the manager, um, Cissé, just getting the exact abuse that uh, Gareth Southgate gets about being a conservative uh, football manager and how just he can't, he can, he can never, he can't do right for doing wrong effectively. Or is it do wrong for doing right? I can't remember which oh, way that ran. Don't ask me about sayings. He's not yeah, been well so though, Cissé, has he? He's not been in training the last couple of days. I wonder how that might affect Senegal. To be honest, at the start of the tournament, I felt really awful that Sadio Mane hadn't made it and that he'd got mm, injured. Same. But now I'm really, really happy. <laughs> because had Sadio Mane been Because in you're this selfish, team, as discussed yeah, before. That, selfish, that, Jules. Absolutely. I want England to win. I'm going to go along tonight. I'm going to paint England oh. flags on my face. I've got my England top ready. I'm absolutely yeah. buzzing. Come on, the boys. Sing your Let's songs. do it. Sing yeah, your awful I'm gonna, songs. I'm going to sing all the awful songs. It's going to be great. Great. I can't I actually can't wait. And you know what? The reason I'm feeling so optimistic is because Luke Shaw got shat on by a bird the other day. And that's meant to be really good luck. So I I might even just put it out there. I think he's gonna score tonight. Yeah, I mean, Jack Grealish was the one that was laughing the most at Luke Shaw getting <laughs> shot on by a bird. But I'm not sure Jack knows what a bird is. I'm, I just, you know, like things, like you perceived knowledge, you just think that people have. He has proven time and time again that he doesn't have. So he's like, he's probably like, ha 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 ha, what was, seriously, what was that thing flying around? Was, was it a bat? What's going on? But do you remember when, um, do you remember when Ashley Young got, got, um, shot on by a bird and it, some of it went in his mouth and then he said oh. it didn't go in his mouth but we all oh saw it go God. in his mouth do you remember Actually, it was in a Premier League match are you, sure this hap- then, yeah. are you sure this happened it definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. happened. I actually right. remember okay. Jules. Now. I actually remember it now. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then he he got in the team in the tournament last time he played in an international tournament. So I just think this yeah. is going to be good for Luke Shaw. Fantastic. He was he was in the team of the tournament at the last World Cup in Russia. Yeah. Unbelievable scenes. Um, mm. You know who is having a good tournament for England is good old Birds. Harry Maguire. <laughs> good old Birds. Harry Maguire. Very, they're just feeling very free. Yeah, Maguire, oh. Maguire's sort of like, he's reinvented himself very bizarrely. He's been involved in a lot, a lot of stuff in the England match has not he? After all the build-up to this tournament of everyone kind of saying, oh, you cannot start Harry Maguire. Why is he even in the mm-hmm. squad? Uh, he's been pretty good. You know, earlier we were talking about um, Rio raving about 
Messi and how it was the best performance of the World Cup so far last night. Well, Shola Hamiobi tweeted us um, saying <laughs> best performance of the World Cup actually belongs to Harry Maguire versus the US. Honourable mention to Harry Maguire versus Wales and <laughs> Harry Maguire versus Iran. Because he, 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 he has been decent and Harry's feeling confident in himself as well that he even named himself in his own dream five-a-side team this week alongside Cristiano Ronaldo. What about that? See, I slightly misheard that and misheard it as Cristiano Ronaldo named Harry Maguire in his Dream Five side team. <laughs> I think that he'd pick any Manchester United players at the moment is possibly a stretch if he was asked a question like that. All too raw, all Shows too raw. Stats. Shows your stats. Uh, so who, who do we think is going to start front three tonight? Andy, who's your three? Would you stick with who he went for in the Wales game? Um, no. I understand oh. there's, there's, there's been a, a lot of clamour around that. Ideally, I would prefer Foden on the left as he plays for Manchester City. Mm. I think Marcus mentioned that the other day and I think that's right. I think in our brains, we almost, we're so deep into the age of the inverted winger that we can't understand a left-footed player actually playing on the on the left. Robin and Ribery have screwed our minds for like the last decade and a half now, <laughs> I, I, I think. Um, but really, I, I, I want to see Raheem Sterling come back in. You know, I, I agree with David from the other day. I, I don't think he's uh, let England down in any big games. I think uh, he could have a, a huge, like, profound impact on that. I love the way he dovetails with, with Harry Kane. So, look, it's, it's good to know that there are other players who can... It's good to be have be reminded that, that England have got a really good squad of, of players who can come in and, and impact the game. And, you know, the starting 11 doesn't need to be the end of it because I think it will be quite hard going against Senegal and we'll need the finishers, as they call him, as they call them, as, as, as well as the starters. But, um, yeah, Sterling, Sterling amount, I want to I see come back in, to be honest. Yeah, I think with the pace that Senegal have got as well, maybe keeping some of those fresh legs on the bench to bring on might be yeah. a good idea if England do start to look like they might tire. Guys, I mean, it's, everyone's forgetting how well um, Wilson's been playing when he's come on. He's set up, a, set up a goal, set up a really good chance. I just think he's looking really buzzy and busy and, and not selfish. Thank you very much. Uh, Pete, can <laughs> Is I, can that I you I just ask? getting your Newcastle stuff in? Because I've done enough. Bright, but did did, did, yeah, did yeah. anyone see, by the way, that match of the day did a team of the group stages and there are six current or former Brighton players in that team. <laughs> It wasn't the best team, I'm not going to lie. And I don't even know how been... some of them got in there. No one's <laughs> mentioned it before, Jules. Definitely not I you. Think it, I think it was something to do with um, like Is polls this on Brighton Twitter. Fanzine? So apparently there must be loads of Brighton fans out there that are just absolutely like clicking away on these polls. Like, come on, get our players into the team. The six thing is, current or former Brighton players. Now I've, heard, now I've heard the Callum Wilson thing from Pete. It started to make me think that yeah. there are a lot of nutters on Twitter at the moment who think that Callum Wilson should replace <laughs> oh, Harry Kane. Steady. Um, this is this has gone this has gone badly for me. Sorry, and um, I'm just wondering if all those nutters uh, Pete on multiple burner accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you know what I'm like with admin. I can barely remember one password. <laughs> Two factor authentication on top of that. Fuck off. <laughs> Um, right, looking forward to tonight's game. Should we get a prediction before we go? What do you reckon, Andy? What's Ooh. the score going to be? I think quite high scoring. I'm going to go for 4-2 to England. Ooh! Donny? Uh, high scoring. No, I think it's going to be one all extra time, England to edge it. Nice. Okay. Mm. Uh, well, in case you were wondering what Southgate's predecessor, Sam Callum Allardyce, Wilson is getting up on. to, by the way, just on a final <laughs> note. 
Um, guys, Big Sam is now a model. Yeah. What? For George, for Asda. Um, he's, he's advertising their Christmas menswear range with the slogan, oh. Big Santa Claus. Big Santa Claus. I it's mean, what, yeah, get the name and work it? backwards. Who's available? Who's cheap? Does, does he wear his tie around his head in, in, in this? I suppose is the real question. <laughs> does it have like a handkerchief with him do. over his face like he did in that um, sting? <laughs> <laughs> remember when he put that, remember when he put that handkerchief <laughs> over his face? Oh, don't say that. Oh, don't talk about that. Oh, brilliant. Um, right, well, tomorrow, Marcus, Luke and Jim are going to be here to look back at the England-Senegal game and also France against Poland as well. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss it. I'm looking forward to getting to the match. I'm going to get myself ready and get up there soon. Andy, have a lovely day. Pete, are you back on VAR tonight? Because you, uh, you made, <laughs> yes. made the headlines the other that day, didn't you? That was so good. There's, the weirdest uh, the, thing. You know, I've been doing this job for a long time and... You know, nothing surprises me, but good God, that made me laugh. Uh, Producer Finn, I think, wrote on Twitter um, because I'm because I bombed Japan. Like it's kind of uh, I'm really pleased that Japan got through, and and I I did I was the VAR official in the in the in the truck, and uh, and some unlovable little football aggregator sort of said, uh, Pete Donaldson, VAR official, did he get the call right? (laughs) Mate, I'd love to become a pariah for no fucking reason. I'd love that. That'd be brilliant. I want I want. I want to be. I want people um, calling out SWAT teams to my house and <laughs> keying my car. I want all of that. I want it all. <laughs> oh my god! It was the headline. It was so official. VAR official Pete Donaldson <laughs> says the ball was kept in. <laughs> I think I replied to the post on. It was like the Nugget or something. I went. I'll do yeah. it again as well. I'll do it again. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant stuff. Well, enjoy the game wherever you're watching it tonight. Um, Boys, pleasure to see your faces as always. Thanks for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. We'll see you tomorrow. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.